Hi, I'm Alex, and welcome to The Research Room, a space to make research by the people for the people. Today, we're going to be talking about romantic relationships with the soon-to-be Dr. Liz Lozano. Yay! Very soon. We'll see. Yes, super soon. (laughs) Um, so today we're all going to be talking about, uh, romantic relationships. Um, hopefully this is going to be exciting, but <laughs> we'll see what happens with that. Um, and I, I guess we're, we're also trying to figure out like, is, uh, what's more important for relationship satisfaction? Is it you or is it your partner? And I, I think we'll, we'll walk through quite a few <laughs> nuances to this question <laughs> today. Um, but let me just hand it over so that Liz can explain her paper a little bit. Um, her paper, Dyadic Effects of Attachment and Relationship Functioning. So Liz, hi. Hi. So yeah, um, thank you for having me to talk about this paper. Um, so what it has to do with is um, people's attachment style, right? So a lot of people want to understand, you know, what leads to uh, satisfying relationships with a romantic partner and attachment, right? might be one way that, you know, that could explain why some people are happier in their relationships. Um, So attachment style has to do with how you approach your close relationships. So some people are securely attached, some people are insecurely attached. And we were trying to test this idea that um, there's something called the buffering hypothesis. So it's the idea that, you know, couples where you have a discrepancy, right? So one person might be securely attached, one person might be insecurely attached. It's the idea that those people or couples like that might be just as satisfied as um, couples where, say, both people are securely attached. So we just wanted to test this idea. um, And we used two different samples uh, to kind of see the effects that we did find. Do those those actually replicate um, across the two studies? Mm -hmm. So cool. Yeah, I yeah, know. Super cool idea. Um, and I, I think that uh, hopefully we'll figure out some answer to this. Um, I, I think that um, that uh, that's like definitely important, right? Like to know, like, does your partner do anything <laughs> in this relationship, right? Like, yeah. do they make it better? Do they make it worse? Uh, and depending on who they are, like, um, which, which direction might it go? Um, so uh, that's cool. The good question was the answer. So the answer is no. So mm. we were super surprised. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you, it would make sense, right? So like the past research, um, granted, this was a study that was done, I think it was like in the 1970s or like maybe 1965. Mm. Um, mm. And back then, people used to use like samples that didn't have a lot of people. Nowadays, we know that you should probably have, you know, a decent number of people that you're actually studying. Um, but back mm. then, I mean, they didn't have that. So they use what they had, I guess, the resources at their disposal. Um, and yeah, they found that there was a buffering effect. So our work, mm-hmm. though, um, across the two studies, we did not find evidence of that. So it seems like there weren't, uh, I could go into all the different things like actor effects, partner effects, there's a lot there. Um, yeah. But in general, we didn't find that partners necessarily matter for like your relationship satisfaction. It seems more so that you being secure yourself, relatively speaking, that that should make you um, more satisfied in your relationship. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
yeah okay cool so uh, there was a lot in that answer uh, that was, uh, <laughs> we need to pick apart yeah um so i think first of all like yeah that's that scientific point right on just methodology um there were different methods that were used in the past and we yes. um typically don't do that anymore like uh, there are special cases where like that is still very necessary right. um to like just see like the first steps on something right or like preliminary like analysis um and results um and hopefully you can like build a better study based off of that um maybe that's what they were doing in the past, right? They yeah. were just setting it up for the future so that um, we can do better designs right now. Um, <laughs> probably not, but maybe. No, but <laughs> maybe it's good they that they even so tested this. They tested this because we wouldn't mm -hmm. even have been able to do the study had we not known that there was this paper out there that looked at buffering, so. Right. Yeah, I think if nothing else, in the past, they were creative. Uh, and I, I will give them that. <laughs> yes, very creative. <laughs> um, okay, so you you were able to do this. Um, it's like a, a slight replication, like maybe not 100% uh, the same uh, what they did, but yeah. um, definitely a replication of sorts um, to see with a better design, do you still see the same effects? Or just like maybe uh, maybe not necessarily with the better design, but like in current day, uh, like does this hold right um so that's uh, a great thing right like science needs that like replication uh we need to keep saying like is this a consistent like finding um or are there differences that we need to be aware about um so you're finding that it's different uh that buffering doesn't seem to be a thing um at least not in your your sample um uh, the, where do i begin with the questions on that though there's so um, many <laughs> that's the problem <laughs> So I guess, yeah, maybe let's, let's take a step back a little bit. Um, could you just like help explain what, what happened in this paper? Uh, I'm mean, not this paper, the study itself. Um, so you're saying that you have two different samples. What, what did these participants do? Yeah. So um, one of them was like data that my advisor collected. So it was couples, it was from a community sample. Um, mm. So they participated with their partner, right? So people are completing the, uh, the self-reported attachment uh, style, you know, uh, assessment. I forgot the name of it for a second. <laughs> the e it's called the ECRRS, um, yes. but basically it, it measures people's attachment style. So, you know, they completed that measure. They answered some questions about their satisfaction. Um, so that was one of the samples. And then the other one uh, actually had to do with um, one of my lab mates. So she has a study uh, where it was like also kind of a community sample, so to speak, but it was actually mostly college students mm. in that one. Mm. So there's okay. a little bit of a discrepancy um, there in terms of like who right. we're actually studying. Yeah. So, um, I mean, my, my, my mind definitely went to like, did that discrepancy matter? Uh, like, did you find different things like across the two different studies? Yeah. Which that's the, the question, right? Cause usually when you find things, you might be saying, oh, well, this has to do with the sample, right? That because they're different, mm. but, um, it mm -hmm. could just be a result of age too. So, from, mm. from what I remember, I think the college sample was a lot younger um, and the community mm. sample was a little bit older. So like, I think the average age was like, I don't know, maybe 30 something close to 40. So definitely there's a difference in terms of like mm. the average age of participants. Okay. Um, so yeah, we have two different samples here. Uh, one more university, uh, but the other one's still probably like young adults uh, to some degree. Yeah. Um, what what are some of these differences that you, you ended up finding? Um, uh, or uh, was there anything consistent as well? 
So the consistent thing um, was that we found what's called actor effects. So let me kind of just like explain, you know, what that is. Um, so hmm. an actor effect is like, for instance, my attachment style. Um, and does that, is that related to my own relationship satisfaction? So basically it's looking at both people and the couple, right? So dyad, two people. Um, so it's looking to see like my attachment style, is that related to my relationship satisfaction? And then you have mm -hmm. a partner. So it's, is my partner's attachment related to my partner's satisfaction? Um, so we did find actor effects across those two studies. Um, so it does seem to suggest that uh, specifically like people who are more securely attached they tend to have better relationship satisfaction. But mm. if their partner's insecure, it's not like they're getting um, a benefit from the secure partner. And that's because we didn't find consistent partner effects or mm -hmm. uh, also like an interaction that we did. So <laughs> that's like looking at the joint influence of like both people in the couple. So we didn't mm. find that there seemed to be partner effects um, or this interaction effect looking at both people in the couple. Hmm. Okay, so the only thing that was consistent here was that as long as you're secure, you have better uh, relationship satisfaction, right? Yeah. It okay. would seem to suggest um, that. That's not to say that happens all the time, right? But that mm. seems to be the trend, um, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, just like on average, um, that doesn't necessarily speak to like any given day. Like people still have bad days. People still have good days. Like Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, but yeah, on, on the whole, you, you might imagine that uh, as long as you're secure, you you probably are having better relationship satisfaction. Um, and I, I think like when it comes to this whole idea of partner effects, like that's a super tough thing because I don't think your paper is really trying to say that partner effects in general don't matter, right? Like, it, right. I, I think just like thinking through this, like your partner, of course, has an effect on you, right? Like yeah. uh, you aren't just completely oblivious to them. Like you spend a lot of time with them and hopefully you're close with them. Right. Um, so yeah, things like that, like uh, I think it matters. Um, do you have any like ideas on why why this um, this actor effect was the only like consistent thing? I mean, I have so many thoughts on this. I'm just trying to figure out like, what's the best use to like explain this? Um, I think for me, it's that we didn't study this longitudinally, right? So this mm. is what we call um, cross-sectional, meaning like it's just one, it's like a one-time thing, right? Assessment. Mm -hmm. We're not, in other words, we're not tracking people's attachment style and their satisfaction like over time, like repeated measures. Mm -hmm. So I do mm -hmm. think that if we did look at this longitudinally, that you might see that partners, you know, tend to matter more so, right? So that there might be consistent partner effects if you study this hmm. longitudinally. Yeah. Okay. So you think potentially like, because it was only a one-time like snapshot of, of what's happening, like maybe the actor effects were the only thing that like mattered in, in this one moment where you're thinking overall, how might things be? But uh, if you were to track this over time, maybe there are actually effects and like your partner is influencing something, right? Um, yeah. So maybe maybe a good partner is actually like possibly influencing the relationship and maybe a bad partner is kind of bringing both of you down potentially. Right. So hmm. I definitely think that future research should like look at that. You know, I feel like that's where a lot of this research is um, lacking is that a lot of it is as we call like cross-sectional. So it's just a one-time study um, and it would be mm -hmm. beneficial to like look at it over time. 
Yeah. I mean, speaking of lacking, like <laughs> we <laughs> only as like romantic relationship and like close relationships in general, like that kind of research only now has it become the norm that you have both partners. Like that is, yeah. that was not the norm, <laughs> even just recently, right? But like, no. it was a special case that like, oh, wow, like look at this paper. They have both partners. Like, th- and that's that, a that success. <laughs> right. You're like, wow, there's yeah. two people here that we're actually looking at. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that is so insane that like, I mean, it, it make, I understand it, right? Like, it's difficult to have both people uh, participate, right? Like, maybe one is super like, yes, let's do this. And the other one's like, eh, I don't want to, like, yeah. to have both people um, motivated enough. Uh, like, yeah, that's, that's a tough thing. Or just um, other things like <clears throat> proximity, like maybe you're in a long distance mm. relationship or like things like that, and people live far away. So like, there's practicalities too that make it hard. Yeah, totally. Um, interesting. Uh, so that's, that's a, a good point that like, I mean, there's all, so many different types of relationships out there, right? Yeah. Um, do you remember at all, like, were these, were these married couples, were these dating couples? Like, uh, do you have any idea? That is a great question. So that's another reason why I think that we had some, you know, weird findings <laughs> because mm. um, these were primarily dating couples. So mm. the majority of people were da- uh, were dating. And mm. it's funny because the original buffering paper that we're mm-hmm. basing this off of, right? They actually had married couples who were mm. in more like established relationships. So potentially, right? That could be one of the things that maybe because we're looking at dating couples, we don't see uh, the buffering effect. Yeah, totally. Um, so, okay, yeah, potentially there's like that age thing, but I, I think probably that um, that like commitment level too, right? Like that's that's such an important thing. Uh, yeah. If you are already in a married relationship and you have been living together and you're like sharing um, like your your money together and like you yeah. have to like cook <laughs> all the time <laughs> with that person, all like the all things. the other just yeah, right? Like all the everyday like life things that people have to do, right? Like there's just more chance for like, influence then, right? Yeah. As opposed to like if you're just dating and like you, maybe you see them like every other day or like something like that. Like even if you saw them every day, like it's not the same as living in the same space. No. <laughs> like, Everything changes when you live together. <laughs> mm-hmm. Totally. Um, so yeah, that's that's such a good point. Um, that uh, that difference in marriage or not, like that could definitely make the difference. Um, and definitely more studies would need to be done to like see if that is the real like difference between these things. Um, kind of relatedly, based on what you're sure. saying, that just made me think of something. So yeah. we're looking at um, relationship satisfaction, right? Mm. As like our outcome um, mm. variable or like uh, measure. But there's yeah. so many different ways, right? That you can index like, uh, couple health, right? So there could be not just satisfaction, but like investment, there can be like commitment, Mm. like you said. So there's so Mm. many different ways that you can look at this. So I don't know, I kind of wish that we would have looked at different, um, different ways to like index couple health, because there could Mm. be differences with that. Yeah. Oh, so uh, uh, do I put you in the hot seat or not? Uh, You can, you can. (laughs) It feels hot already. (laughs) It's burning. This this idea of uh, relationship satisfaction, I I think, of course, like people want to know that. Like, I I think that's, that's such an approachable outcome, right? Like, are you satisfied or not in this relationship? Um, Or like, what are the factors that uh, might influence satisfaction? Like uh, people want to know that. Um, But what are ways that this could change if this was something else? So like, what if you actually looked at like actual behaviors, let's say, do you think, um, 
maybe attachment styles would like change uh, someone's uh, maybe their approach to like how, how they like argue with their partner or like um, how they might resolve conflicts or like things like that, right? Like how, how might that change? That is such a great question. Um, and I just have this intrinsic interest in that stuff anyway. Um, I used to do mm. work on like couples conflict. So I don't know, that's mm. just a really cool idea, right? That maybe it's um, if you're securely attached, you know, you engage in conflict a lot better, right? So mm-hmm. <laughs> you engage in like positive problem solving, like you sit down with your partner, you know, so say like you're fighting about something and you need your own space. You're like, hey, I need to go off in the other room. I need to take a break from you for a second. But then you mm-hmm. come back together and like you work on the problem and you like communicate. So I definitely mm-hmm. think that, you know, behavior, right? There could be that buffering going on that you have mm-hmm. an insecure person and you have a securely attached person. And there could mm-hmm. be those differences that maybe the secure partner, right? Is like more understanding and they're like, okay, well, maybe I regulate my emotions differently right? In the context of this relationship. So, and they kind of like engage in this perspective taking and that kind of helps mm. with like couples conflict, navigating problems, things like that. Yeah. Oh, that's super cool. Uh, I think that's like another reason for like why you, you really need to do like these longitudinal kinds of things, right? Um, yeah. Or at least get more than one uh, like assessment um, because then you can like really start to see like a whole like process of things like maybe certain behaviors change and like those behaviors I think would also end up relating to like satisfaction so like you get different patterns um and just like more more specific uh, more specificity yeah (laughs) when it comes to these kind of results like uh, right now we just have like this really overall kind of picture which is like it's great again for like a first like start but like what is the actual like process uh, that that plays Mm out um and that, that gets complicated <laughs> and oh, yeah. it's more and more, um, uh, I mean, idiosyncratic is the word that I don't want to use. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's true though. Uh, you know, I feel like you need to use like different assessments and really look at behavior because that could matter, right? Even like positive and negative emotions, right? There's so mm. many things that you should like look at and tap into to see like how people are assessing you know, their partner assessing themselves in the context of their relationship, all of mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Oh man, so many cool things here. Um, I, I think it, let's take a step back. Okay. So what is the finding again? <laughs> let's yes. <laughs> very specifically. Lay We're out. like overcomplicating um, this here. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the specific finding here is um, actor effects were more important than partner effects or mm-hmm. these interaction effects. Yep. Um, and what that meant was um, if you are secure, if we're comparing that security and your partner's security, your own security wins out. But that doesn't necessarily mean other things also win out that same kind of way. So when it comes to like behaviors, when it comes to these emotions, like anything else that might be there. Um, <clears throat> It's not necessarily like that. You could right. test this, of course, right? Like you could have a different design and like ask them about these behaviors, ask them about these emotions, ask them about um, satisfaction and attachment and all these things yeah. and then start to compare like maybe it's actor stuff for some uh, some of these concepts. Maybe it's partner stuff for some of these other concepts. Right. Um, but yeah, that is <laughs> that is another study. Um, so for now, uh, the, that security, your own security, matters more than your partner's security when it comes to your own 
satisfaction, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it seems to suggest, you know, again, like we don't know for sure because this is only two studies, but it seems Mm -hmm. that like the more securely attached you are, that that, you know, leads to uh, potentially higher satisfaction. Hmm. I shouldn't say leads. That's causal. (laughs) It's associated with. (laughs) It's associated, right? So what does that mean? Um, If uh, let's say you are more satisfied in your relationship, that could also influence how attached uh, your attachment style, right? Yes. Um, Do you you want to like walk through? Yeah. So it could be the case, right? That if you're, maybe you're insecurely attached. So, um, you know, we do have attachment styles with different people in our lives. So we have a general Mm. global style and then we have like romantic partner, you know, parents, all of that. So maybe it's the case that you're insecurely attached, but you have a secure partner. So maybe having a secure partner may make you more satisfied over time. Or maybe the mm. more satisfied you are, right, in your relationship, right. maybe that builds um, and increases your security over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe you've had some pretty bad relationships in the past, <laughs> and <Yeah>. you <laughs> became this kind of insecure person. Like that happens, right? Like no mm-hmm. judgment there, um, but like potentially in that kind of case, like you really need to track people and like they're they're like life history (laughs) like it can't just be the snapshot sort of thing um but uh hopefully one day we'll we'll get there as far as like research goes but yeah so again uh, if you if you had this like life history and you became this insecure as insecurely attached person um that could change if you are satisfied with this relationship and you start to like unlearn some of those like learned insecurities yeah um that's uh, so hopeful. <laughs> because those parental ones, I mean, the research shows, right, that there just seems to be like stable, um, mm. you know, attachment style is fairly stable, although it can change, mm. right, over time, it can fluctuate mm. in response to relationships. I mean, some of those dynamics are, it, it carries forward, right, in your relationships. Mm. And you have to learn if you're like insecure, you know, not everyone is going to treat me this way, right? So it's kind of like unlearning mm. those patterns so to speak. Yes. And that is a tough thing. We are saying it like it's a piece of cake, but it, <laughs> is, it is a super tough thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So many different routes that, that, that positivity could happen. Um, what, I mean, again, potentially like if we were to look at this longitudinally, like that good partner could make the difference, um, in, in someone's life. Um, we yeah. don't see it here, <laughs> but <No>. <laughs> <laughs> it could, it definitely could be the case. <laughs> And it's probably through like the things you're talking about too, like communication, like all of those behaviors, you know, that by virtue of being around that person and like living with them too, maybe (laughs) you're like, you know, you have those, um, you're experiencing all those things by virtue of being Mm -hmm. in close proximity. So. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so I, I mean, uh, the work is cut out for sure. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'll leave that to other scholars to do. Um, yes. I probably won't. So, <laughs> um, so, okay. I, I think let's, let's maybe wrap this up a bit. Um, I, I want to give you a, a final chance. Like what, what else is there to say uh, on this? Like, what is that final word you want to say for the public? Uh, given everything that we've talked about, we've talked about a lot of things. We have, <laughs> we have. Short time. <laughs> um, what, what's that final message that you have? I would say that um, it's not that, so I don't want people to understand or think that partners don't matter. You know, <laughs> I think it would be mm-hmm. easy to assume, oh, you know, in the study, partners don't matter that's not necessarily the truth, right? I would say that it's 
probably your own security, you know, that the case that you're, if you're more secure, right, that tends to be associated with increased satisfaction. So probably can't change people um, (laughs) by virtue of like, you know, oh, I'm going to help my partner. I'm going to buffer these negative effects. Um, But just trying to like be relatively secure yourself. And that should maybe uh, lead to a more satisfying relationship. Hmm. Yes. Tough stuff still. Yeah. (laughs) How do you become secure? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know the answer to that. (laughs) Um, But I I think that is like, that's, that's a message that definitely resonates with me. Um, It's just like, I mean, take care of yourself. Um, uh, Yes. Like you get into like some sticky situations in life, uh, whether that is a person (laughs) that you're in a sticky situation with or a, just other life circumstances but like at the yeah. end of the day i hope that you can you can also like you can uh figure out a way to shape your own like happiness and destiny and all of that within yeah. this um it's it's again it's super tough it's that's not um to say lightly that like circumstances don't matter um obviously they do um because a lot of people yeah. have that understanding. They're like, oh, this person is going to make me complete, right? Or there's mm. like always that, I don't know, it's not always said, but people sometimes think that. But I feel like mm. the results, again, they don't, they can't speak to this, but it's kind of like suggesting, right? That's not true, right? <laughs> you should work on yourself um, and become more securely attached. And that mm. should be good. Yes, uh, at, at the very least, maybe it'll help. Maybe it'll help, like anti-buffer, like sort of thing. Like, you're at least your bad partner won't take you down with them. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, there's so much more that we can talk about with this, um, but let's uh, let's wrap this up. I think. Um, Sounds good. I think. Uh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> And then what else can I say about this thing? <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> There's so much. Uh, I think Liz already um, did a good job uh, concluding and she had her final word. Um, partners still matter, but your own security also matters. And so uh, maybe prioritize that uh, and don't just try to like fall into the, the perfect relationship. <laughs> yeah, that's better said than I did. That was great. <laughs> so clear, so clear. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll, we'll do more of this uh, next time. And hopefully, um, not just with us, but <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, until then, uh, we'll, we'll see you all in a couple of weeks uh, for our next podcast episode. And um, I mean, enjoy some of our other content until then. Yeah, we have a lot out there. So have fun. <laughs> yes. Bye for now. Bye. With the sun. Thank you.